The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 1291 today. Hidden messages painted on the bombs dropped on the Dreadnought in The Last Jedi. That and more Secrets of the Resistance in the first of our looks at The Last Jedi Visual Dictionary. Punch it, Chewie. Hey, this is Matt Moore from Comics with Kenobi, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and this is the first of several looks that we will take into the Star Wars The Last Jedi Visual Dictionary by DK Publishing, and thanks to the folks at DK for sending me a copy of this to go through. Man, there is a lot to go through. Pablo Hidalgo has his work cut out for him every time he does one of these things, I must say. And so I'm not going to go through every last bit of it in detail for you here on the podcast. That is going to be something that you get to do on your own when you get to check out the book. Instead, we are going to focus on some of the neater and more interesting and more tantalizing facts and tidbits and bits of information that are inside the book here. Things that will fire your imagination and get your brain working as you're driving around town or running on the treadmill or wherever it is you happen to be listening to the podcast. All right, so let's start from the beginning and just talk about the map, the galactic map that gets included, generally speaking, in each of these visual dictionaries. This is a slightly different style of map from the one that appeared in the Complete Locations book and the Visual Encyclopedia and in the Rogue One Ultimate Visual Guide. Instead of it being sort of tilted on its axis like those ones were, this one is presented as more of a flat two-dimensional style map. It's more like the one that's presented in The Force Awakens Visual Dictionary, for what it's worth. And one of the things that has happened a couple of times is that there have been planets dropped in that were dropped in out of seemingly nowhere and turned out to have some meaning in a later time. And so I did go through and look at the names of the planets that were in this map. There's only one here that is of questionable inclusion, I guess. And that's the planet Savarine. Now, Savarine did get a brief mention in Legends as a planet in a certain corner of the galaxy nearby Geonosis and Tatooine, so it's Outer Rim, and it's known for its brandy, apparently. The only canon reference to it, according to Wikipedia, is as a sector, and this sector in the Outer Rim includes the planet Rhodia, which is, of course, home of Rhodians, like, say, Greedo, for example, and Christophsis, which did play a large part in the Clone Wars cartoon series. But otherwise, there is practically next to nothing known about Savarine, so... That, I would say, is one to keep in the back of your head as Solo A Star Wars Story is approaching in theaters because this could be one of the situations where Savarine might be a planet that shows up in Solo A Star Wars Story because it's being slyly hinted at in The Last Jedi Visual Dictionary. 
And I'm suggesting that as a possibility to you because, of course, in the Rogue One Ultimate visual guide, which we've mentioned on the podcast before, Pablo Hidalgo revealed that the inclusion of Crate, a mention of Crate in the Rogue One Ultimate visual guide, was a very specifically intentional little hint about the last Jedi that was buried in that book. So they have been known to do stuff like that. And so this seems to be the most likely candidate for one so far in the last Jedi visual dictionary. And there's something else on the map that's rather intriguing too, and that is a dotted line through the galaxy that is indicated as Luke's route to Actu, but it passes through Kashyyyk briefly, so Chewbacca's home planet, and starts at a star before that one, but that star is not labeled. There is no planetary name on that. And of course, we don't know the name of the planet where Luke had his fledgling Jedi Academy. That has not yet been revealed to us. And for some reason, it seems like the fine folks at Lucasfilm want to keep this a secret. So that in itself is intriguing as well. The situation of having something that is not there being just as revealing in a way as something that is there. And then diving into the regular sections of the Visual Dictionary and looking at things that we find out about the Resistance, we find out, first of all, that the spy network of droids that 3PO was running, he actually told them to lay low until the Resistance was evacuated from Dakar, until they got settled somewhere else and were in a stable place, so that way he could begin to giving, begin giving them new orders, excuse me. <laughs> so, yeah, we are, I presume, at the point by the time we get to the end of The Last Jedi where C-3PO can now start working with Leia and Poe and Rey and Finn and the rest of the Resistance survivors to decide what to do with that spy network. We also find out that many Resistance droids were ferried on the lifeboats to be evacuated from Dakar, but because they couldn't necessarily fit everybody on there, there were many Resistance droids who sacrificed themselves did not participate in the evacuation. And yes, specifically, Paolo does say that they sacrificed themselves, not that they were sacrificed by the Resistance, because there is an egalitarian way that droids are treated within the Resistance, just as they were within the old Rebel Alliance. And speaking of C-3PO again, funnily enough, with the change in leadership, with it fluctuating back and forth, and then with the damage to the Radis's bridge that kills all of their leadership, or a significant part of their leadership, I should say, there's a note about 3PO trying to adjust to the succession protocols because as a protocol droid, it says, you know, he doesn't really have much use in this kind of situation. But here's the note from Pablo. It says, with the command structure aboard the Radis constantly shifting, C-3PO scans his databanks for proper succession protocols in an effort to be useful. The closest he can find are recommendations for seating order at the captain's table during formal dinners, <laughs> which I just thought was pretty funny. And it puts me in mind of that line that Carrie Fisher delivers in The Last Jedi that was so awesome looking at 3PO and going, wipe that nervous look off your face. <laughs> that was just so awesome. Oh my gosh, they did well with that. All right. Hey, I did promise you something about secret messages written on bombs, and I'm going to tell you about those after the break. Stay tuned. Hey, Rebel Rouser. If you haven't done so already, please consider leaving a review for Star Wars 7x7 on your favorite podcast app. Not just a star rating, although I will say we are personally very proud of our near-unanimous five-star rating on iTunes. No, I just mean a thoughtful sentence or two about what you like about the podcast, or how happy you are that it's part of your daily routine. And more reviews means better visibility, which means more people get to share in a daily dose of Star Wars joy, and you want that, don't you? 
Of course you do. So please leave a review on your favorite podcast app today. I thank you, and the Star Wars 7x7 podcast thanks you. Welcome back. All right, so the thing about the proton bombs, right? There are four proton bombs pictured in the visual dictionary. Two of them have little faces painted on them or scribbled on them, written on them. However, they're on their hand-scrawled messages from ordnance crew is how they're described in the visual dictionary. But two of them have actual arabesque writing on them. And so I thought I would share with you what they say. One of them says, Hi, Snoke, on it. <laughs> and the other one says, Han says hi. Now, if you wanted to be a real stickler, I suppose you could wonder how it was that one of the Resistance bomber crews was able to hear about the death of Han Solo and decide that it mattered enough to write Han says hi onto one of the bombs that got dropped on the Dreadnought. But, eh, you know what? Why not just enjoy the fun of them dropping a bomb on the dreadnought that says Han says hi. I think that was pretty cool. And incidentally, speaking of the bomb dropping thing, there is a note addressing that as well in the visual dictionary. It says bombs don't technically quote unquote drop in microgravity, but are impelled from their racks by sequenced electromagnetic plates in the clip. The bombs are then drawn magnetically to their unfortunate targets, quote-unquote. And one of the little captions for one of the illustrated proton bombs says, magnetic attraction plates, like that is a feature on the bomb itself. So there you go. Another way of looking at the whole resistance bomber gravity situation. And that, my friends, is going to do it for today's podcast. Thank you so much, as always, for listening. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you get scammed by Obi-Wan's wordplay, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a certain point of view, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once, with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. Introducing the next generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas.